When parents have to say, do as I say, not as I do, they're already in the weeds a little bit because they're not leading by example. And everyone that is here understands that, of course, we all have clay feet. And sometimes we do have to say, well, do as I say, not as I do to our children. Jesus, in this 23rd chapter of Matthew, takes an entire chapter to basically give his judgment of the Pharisees and the scribes of his own day. If you want to see what Jesus thinks about the Pharisees and the scribes, just read the entire chapter and it is packed with all sorts of judgment against them, how they think, their hearts, the way they go about what they're called to do. It is amazing. Uh, And that's what we have in our gospel passage. Jesus says to these Pharisees, You all have the seed of Moses. It's not that they are illegitimate in trying to teach the law of Moses, but they don't carry it out in their own lives. They don't do it with the heart of God, which is mercy. And there's just trouble all around. And so Jesus, in this passage, begins to describe these Pharisees. Well, he says that they are, in fact, people who just go around to make a big show of themselves. And then he also says that all they're worried about is their prestige. And then he criticizes their manner of discipleship. He says everything they do is for show. They have a certain dress that separates them from other people. He says that they expand their phylacteries and those were a a leather wrapping that had a box in it that had a portion of the Old Testament and also sometimes worn on the forehead. So they would widen their leather straps, they would make their boxes even bigger to stand out as if that would make them more holy. They also had fringes on their garments and I was looking at the size of these fringes and these are very modest I think uh, and uh, and really don't count but apparently they had fringes on their garments that were very long uh, very long indeed and they also loved prestige so they not only wanted to pray in public they wanted to be out in front of everybody all the time but they also they wanted the box seats at the football game. Didn't you, didn't you hear that in the gospel? They want the box seats in the football game. Uh, of course, I'm just teasing. They wanted the best seats at banquets. That meant that they were on either side of the host of the banquet. They wanted to be right there in the action. Uh, they also wanted to have the best seats in the synagogue. And the best seats were facing all the people so they could look around and see who's there and everybody could see that they were there. You see where this is going. It just gets bad uh, from the very beginning. Well, they also liked a lot of titles because they were concerned with prestige. Well, Jesus begins to criticize them for this showiness, this self and and I grant, uh, and I grasment, um, 
And I have a definition of, of that that I want to share. This could summarize some of the Pharisees' self-aggrandizement. Uh, the act of increasing one's own power, importance, especially in an aggressive or ruthless manner. And Jesus accused the Pharisees of being unmerciful. He said that they would stack up all of these burdens of their interpretations of the law of Moses. They would put them on top of people and they wouldn't even lift a finger to try to help people who were good hearted, who were trying to keep the law of Moses, but they found it burdensome. So Jesus said they were showy. All they cared about was themselves and their own prestige and about what other people thought of them and that they didn't have the heart of God's mercy, even in their application of trying to teach God's truth. Jesus himself knew that the center of the law of Moses was to love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and soul and strength and to love your neighbor as yourself, that we were called to, to walk in mercy and justice and love. Jesus knew, obviously, the law of God. So Jesus follows in the pattern of the prophets. The prophet Isaiah says, the haughty looks of people shall be brought low and the lofty pride of people shall be humbled. And the Lord alone will be exalted in that day for the Lord of hosts has a day against all that is proud and lofty against all that is lifted up and it shall be brought low. Peter himself reminds Christians, clothe yourself, all of you with humility toward one another for God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. And so this is an excellent reminder for all of us in our human nature, a reminder that in fact, Jesus teaches that his manner of life is the manner of life that leads through the kingdom and into the kingdom. His manner of life, which is one of faithfulness, of trust of God, of humility, of doing God's will, humbling himself even to the cross, so that God would highly exalt him and raise him as Lord. That path of humility moving through the cross into resurrection and glory is the only path that there is. It's the only path that Jesus himself talks about. He contrasts not only the Pharisees and the scribes and their way of, of, of showiness of no mercy, but he also contrasts the Gentiles. He says, my way is different than the way the Gentiles work because the Gentiles like hierarchy and power structures. And he said, my way is not like that. He said to his disciples, my disciples will actually find greatness because they serve. And he says, those who exalt themselves will be humbled by God and those who humble themselves will actually be exalted by God, just like Jesus. So those of his disciples were shown a brand new way. It is the way of God. It is the way of the kingdom. It is the way of humility and cross, resurrection, and then glory. And that's the only way in and through 
the kingdom. Jesus calls the Pharisees over and over again hypocrites. And so, as he wraps up this portion that we have in today's gospel, he says, those who will be great among you, my disciples, will in fact be the ones who serve. And then he says, those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves, God will exalt. And so we keep those two things together, and we're reminded that Jesus had the authority, not only as the Son of God, but he had the authority because he led by example. Jesus, unlike us, never had to say, do as I say, not as I do. And that's what he said about the Pharisees. He said, don't practice what they actually do. Maybe you can do some of what they say, but don't do what they do because then you'll be off track. Well, I came across a couple of points uh, about this humbling ourselves. And uh, if we will humble ourselves, God gives us grace because God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. If we acknowledge our need, which is the very first point of Jesus's major sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, blessed are those who are poor in spirit because theirs is the kingdom of God. If we admit our spiritual struggles, our spiritual neediness, our spiritual bankruptcy, then we can be given the grace of God in order to move forward. But I don't even know who came up with these points, but I found it and I thought that I would share it. It is when we are empty that God delights in filling us. God responds to our cry for help and makes the unworthy worthy. Acknowledged needs God joyfully supplies. Spiritual riches result from admitting our spiritual bankruptcy. The path to restoration is through our brokenness. God exalts us when we humble ourselves. The way up is the way down. That's very much not seen in our general culture. That's not how we're enculturated. In fact, the way of Jesus is countercultural to most of the way that we have been raised, certainly in my generation. Paul captures all of this. He captures all of this teaching of Jesus, Jesus's example, his actual life, what he actually did, and then the coming of the spirit of Jesus to be with us to continue on that path and that way of Jesus, the way of humility, the way of love, the way of the cross, and then the resurrection and glory when he speaks to those in Philippians. You may be familiar with it. He says, be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, Regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interest of others. Let the same mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. 
who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. And so as Jesus confronts these Pharisees who were always dogging his will and his way and his teachings, we are reminded that according to Jesus, to be great means to be a servant. And the way of the cross, the way of the kingdom, the way of Jesus himself is in fact humility. For if we humble ourselves, if we will admit our spiritual challenges, our spiritual bankruptcies, we can receive the grace of God to move through the cross into the resurrection. And God will exalt us in his own glory with his own son. That is our promise for today. Amen.